below. It wasn't the over-under. Achievers, I'm your host, Max McCoy. Join me as always. Uh, they think he died by an overdose on water. It's just in waterfalls. Did you see that about Bruce Lee? Scientists were like, yo, it wasn't mystical. It wasn't, like, diabolical. He's drinking too much water, and that's why he died. He drank too much water? Too much water. He had too much water, and it, like... Is Tom Brady going to die from the same thing? Oh, well, there's a lot of things to talk about with Tom Brady, to be honest with you right now, which we can get into. Okay, are you you interested in being a part of the class action lawsuit of people who are like, Larry David confused me about crypto. Tom Brady confused me about crypto. I'm entitled to some money. Do you feel like that is a worthy thing to be suing about? I assume that we know who is um, Mr. Atwood is leading that class action lawsuit. Is that correct? I don't know who's Mr. Atwood. I don't even know who that is. Ryan Atwood, Mr. Oh, McKenzie. Oh shoot! I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. From the OC. Mr. My bad. Mr. Anti Celebrity Crypto. I don't think he's leading it. I just think he's taking a victory lap, and he should. Good for him because crypto is it's it's been revealed to be what it is. But at the same time, I don't know. And maybe I come at this like in the complete opposite direction. Again, if someone's on an ad. I, it, it, this feels like, do you remember the Adam Sandler skit on SNL when it was like uh, trips to Italy? And he was like, but just so you know, when you're in Italy, you will still be unhappy if you were unhappy before you left. Your <laughs> wife will still hate you in Italy if she hates you in New Jersey. Okay. I do not it, remember this skit at all, but that sounds uh, hilarious. It's one of my favorites ever because it's like Italy, Mount Etna, the Coliseum. But it's all this stuff. But it's like, if someone is on an ad, they're not actually believing. They're being paid to tell you this. So you have to take it with a grain of salt. But I don't, uh, is that too, am I too like black and white on that issue? I don't think so. I mean, do we really think that Allie Larder was drinking, I mean, uh, eating Doritos in those Doritos commercials that she was in? Wait, first of all, I don't think it's Allie Larder, but it is a girl named Allie. So it is the Allie, the Doritos girls. But I think Allie Larder was in uh, uh, Legally Blonde. And the she blues? Was the one. Varsity Blues? Oh, she, yeah, that's right. Honestly, okay, honestly, that was my first reference. I was like, I can't make that one. Then I look like a perv. <laughs> so I'll go legally blind <laughs> because of the whipped cream scene. So, <laughs> so, I so what do I do? Nobody <laughs> said about me. That's a very famous movie. It, it is. It's a very famous movie and a very famous scene. And there's nothing. I'm not talking about, about that scene. Movie. She was in other scenes. Sure. Of course, of course. Oh, everyone, gosh. everyone agrees with you. <laughs> but no, Thanksgiving I just, week here we come I don't I don't I don't get it man I don't get it man. I don't get drinking too much water now that's a new thing to worry about um are, what's what, your what's your what technology did we just get that we're going back and doing an is is it too much water autopsy I honestly I skimmed it skimmed skimmed the whole thing but they were like <laughs> sure. look his kidneys were in tough shape because of martial arts because he took a lot of kidney shots but and he also had uh drinking alcohol smoke marijuana and drinking like a butt ton of water I guess when he gets high or when he got high uh, RIP. Um, he's like, instead of munchies, I'm gonna drink a lot of water, which that just feels like a bad way to get high. You know, I don't, that sounds like a smart way to do such activities to stay hydrated, but sure. Apparently though, are are we (laughs) not doctors, not doctors, allegedly, allegedly. Uh, but we're telling our listeners to not overhydrate, hydrate proper amount. Don't under and don't over hydrate over and under hydrators. Wow. Over on, okay, there's a TMTM. Where, we own that now. So. Where is our sponsorship from? Um, <laughs> Come on, Dasani. Get with us. Everybody's Liquid, dunking on you, no. Dasani. Dasani is the Dasani. worst. It's the Dasani. worst. I don't understand this consensus about Dasani tastes like trash. Honestly, you dum-dums, it's all water. It all tastes the same. Okay. No, no, no. no. Secondly, it's not all the same. Dasani's delicious. I love Dasani it. Dasani has sodium in it, which makes you thirsty. Everything has sodium in it. Every all the waters not, have sodium. Not Lacroix. Not Lacroix. Zero. Do, honestly, I don't know that. But what you, are you? Are you like a hardcore Aquafina? That's how I hydrate. Or do you I, like work it in with uh, sparkling water? Is also hydration. Uh, sparkling water is also hydration. Sure. Technically, okay. coffee is. That's been debunked. Well, yeah. You and Jamie are on that corner a lot. Like, actually, coffee is hydration, and that's a wild corner to be on. But I respect it. I, like I don't it. treat it as such, but I only drink one half calf a day because wow. I'm a dainty flower that can't have more than that caffeine, or I will start shaking. So you only drink one cup of coffee a day. One half calf cup a day. Yep. Sometimes that I'll have a Coke Zero wild. in the afternoon, but not not typically, not regularly. And sometimes I'll have a second cup of coffee or decaf tea. Two giant cups of coffee for your boy. Two giant cups. You know what I did last night? I was feeling crazy. I didn't have a lot to do today besides this. Uh, I drank a Coke Zero at 11 p.m. 
What are you doing? Yeah, but you used to drink Mountain Dews and go to bed. You, you and my I'm, wife, like, what is? I can't drink a Mountain Dew and then go to bed. I can drink a Mountain Dew and then just start bouncing off the walls. Slept like a baby. Slept like a baby. I don't great. understand that. It was great. Well, okay, this is Thanksgiving episode, and we have so much to get to. But b- before we do, I just want it for the listener, just for context. Um, you were you text me. You were like, "Hey, I'm, I'm gonna be a little bit late. Uh, have an issue, you know, something, something." And you were explaining the issue to me. Do you want to describe to our listeners just the um, the the rabbit hole of dadness that you fell down into prior to getting on here with me? Yep. And my son's in the room right now, so he's going to hear me tell this story. Uh, he came in, and he was smart about it. I appreciate that. And he said, uh, I need help getting the ball. It's in the yeah. retention pond behind our house. I like to call it a lake. It's definitely not a lake, so I'm trying to be as real with the people as I can. Wow, it, man. It's Why got a fountain. Call it a lake? Why don't you call it like a, like a <laughs> well, mini ocean, like Indianapolis <laughs> Ocean or something? I mean, technically, I am shoreside. You know, mm-hmm. the beach is non-existent for beach sand front, perspective, yeah. but... It's it's there. And so the the pond is just barely frozen. Yeah. So the ball rolled out of our backyard, so he claims, right? right? And then it rolled down the hill, and then it rolled under the water and darn near across the entire pond. Okay. So it's okay. like almost on, in the middle on the of ice. the ocean. No, it's all the way on the other shore. So then oh. we walk around the pond. Okay. Okay. And I'm like, hey, bring me a stick. So he brings me a stick. I step down with my crock. It slips. It's very not good footing here. Okay. I want to stop you there. So you chose, you knew you were going to get out in the elements and, you know, have to like deal with mother nature. And you're like, let me slide on my trusty crock. In that this day. happened at the minute that recording was to start. So I took yep. off my house shoes, just kidding. They're okay. slippers, but don't, isn't it so much better to call them house shoes? Are you a hard bottom house shoe or a soft? Oh bottom? my gosh. Yes. Hard bottom. No, I'm a soft bottom guy. If I'm in what? the house, it's a soft. If I'm outside, it's a hard bottom. What if you have an emergency to- and you need to go outside? Then, like a big boy, I put on my tennis shoes and I deal with that. <laughs> no, it's an emergency. You got to run out. You got to have hard bottoms. Do they go in the car with me to pick up or drop the kids sometimes? Yeah. So they got to have hard bottoms. Sure. Okay. Anyways, they are my camo crocs. So that's good. They're my ready to go okay. crocs. So it happened at the exact minute we were recording. So I went out there, slipped a little bit, reached the ball with the stick, yeah. grabbed the ball. What did I do? I threw it back up the hill. What happened next? It rolled back into the onto the ice and a little bit further. So now it's too far away for me to just do this mechanism with. Sure. Now I have to replant my feet somewhere else. So I your crocked feet, yeah, uh huh. My crocked with feet. No traction. By the way, this is all allegedly. There's no proof except for that camera that I have in the back of my house. It's pointed <laughs> that way. But uh, then I had to lift my son up and hold his weight off of the ice, but his feet were on the ice and it was not walkable ice. Yeah. And then he took the stick and grabbed the ball and then immediately told me, do not throw it back up the hill. So you're holding him up Simba style in, in this situation? Yep, basically. Honestly, but just I not above thread. Not above my head because that's not how water works. I, that, well, that's what I thought. And I was like, visually, I've, I've misunderstood what's happening here. Straight, I don't understand. I'm, 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 hold, I'm bracing him on the water straight ahead. Sure. Okay. <laughs> you're holding the bridge pond, out of your son. Our retention pond is not above place. my head. Right. I don't know. I don't know how it works up there, man. Frozen water and stuff. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. The, the thing I wanted to ask you, though, when you went to throw the ball, victoriously, you're like, I've gotten the ball. I want to secure the ball. I'm going to get the ball out of here. It Was it that you were just, it was hubris? Or were you like, I've made this throw so many times. I definitely can clear it to the point where it's not going to roll back down. You get something out of the pond that is, you know, like you're retrieving it. And you throw it to get it away from the water, right? Like, mm-hmm. ah, here, here you go, you mangy kids. You know, like... Here it is. So it's just like natural reaction to just sure. You get something off the roof. These dinglings put vortexes and foam airplanes on the roof, and I got to go up right. there and retrieve it. You don't carry it down with you. No, you, you have to have it. a moment of victory. Yeah, that's the dad move. I just made a bad one. See, because I, I was curious about this because you know, uh, as the uh, owner of Luna, the one-eyed basset hound, who no movement, no urgency, no quick twitch muscles. There's no activity going on. I got a little. I forgot how dogs work. So now with Bruce <laughs> Wayne, uh, like a double doodle AG24 model or whatever it's called. I don't. I don't really know. I don't um, even know what you're talking about right now. There's like subspecies and there's, there's model numbers and serial numbers and all kinds of, yeah, basically. And I don't, I don't know what they are, but he's, he's a great dog. Uh, he's a very active dog and he's exercise. So, uh, he likes to fetch. So he brings tennis ball, drops it and he looks at me and I'm like, this is great. I love this. I love a dog that will fetch. Um, and you know, back in the day I uh, had a little bit of an arm. I could throw a little bit, man, the last couple of weeks here in the backyard, uh, my estimation of where the ball's going to land versus where it actually lands 
I don't know. There's about a 60 yard gap in between there. And I were, I wondered if it was the same for you. If that first one, when the rotator cuff comes right off the arm and the ball just kind of flails and dies and the dog looks at you like, really? That's as far as you can throw it on. I mean, I can run, I can run for days, but you're throwing <laughs> it like 30 feet. Great. Awesome. <laughs> I definitely, I mean that first throw in anything, like obviously we've talked before about me playing softball. Like some of the guys don't warm up, you know, the guys in their twenties, yeah. Me in my no. late thirties, I have to warm up before every single game. I cannot be it's in like a, a, it's I cannot, like a Dak Prescott warm up. Like you're you're on the field yeah. three hours before getting the muscles loose. That's what it feels like, man. We it's have real. to. Yeah, just what it is. Well, you you mentioned uh, uh, Mr. Junior Waterfalls. Um, you had texted uh, Andre and I um, scenes of him watching Free Guy, and I wanted to get his um, you know two years late review on Free Guy. <laughs> Because it did seem like he was enjoying this. And I, I thought this was timely given, you know, on the podcast we did, Ryan Reynolds explained. So I just wanted to, uh, I, didn't, I don't know if we influenced him. We probably did. I know he listens. Um, but w- what did he think about it? Was he a big fan? He was a huge fan. And he is a giggle machine. And that movie oh. had him giggling. Like, I enjoy it. I watched it the other night myself as a kind of a bedtime going to bed movie. But, um, you know, and I, I thought, hey, this would be a good movie. So he watched it. And let's, what was your favorite line of the movie? I came in like a wrecking ball. Nope. <laughs> so when he's getting chased by the two developers, you know, once once they go into Free City. Yeah. Yeah. And then Ryan Reynolds <laughs> and then the music plays and then he goes, Nope. Nope. <laughs> Listen, I love it. I loved I know people like really hated on it and called it like the death of cinema, but I found it to be immensely enjoying. My son found it to be immensely enjoying. Uh we both like lost it when the uh the the Marvel reveal almost well, it's two years two years later and then the captain america scene happens and i know i know that makes me like a basic b probably but i i just thought it was tremendous i still love the whole movie man it's so good it's so well done it's such yeah. a it's kind of like thor ragnarok i mean i know that tyke is involved in both but um not in the same capacity but it's just a fun silly happy movie yeah it really is in uh uh the albuquerque boiled turkey uh, monologue that he gives is one of my favorite lines in like cinema of the last five years. Uh, but it's good. It's just good stuff. So I'm glad I, I was worried. He was laughing like, like sarcastically, like, can you believe anyone would like this drivel? So I just want a confirmation that he also shares my opinion on that movie. Oh, absolutely. He, he absolutely loved it. I think it's going to be a, a rewatch for him very shortly. Okay. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, can we talk about the elephant in the room here? Jason, uh, Mr. Lane Kiffin doing Mr. Mysterious cryptic tweets. There's news about him going to Auburn uh, by a reporter who claims he has sources. Lane Kiffin is refuting that, but he's not saying he's in, he's going to be in Oxford. He's not confirming that he's going to be in Oxford, but he is, um, you know, tweeting about which tiger to feed and like emojis. And I just, I don't know how to feel about it. I feel like I am on tilt right now with this whole situation. What is your perspective and take on this? I don't think he's being that cryptic. I think he's saying he's not going. But he's not saying he's not going. He's I know, saying but, he, he's, but he, he's refuting, but he's not confirming. He's not doing the, I will be in Oxford next year, or you can kick me in the balls. Like, he's not saying anything like that. But he is a Twitter guy. He's not one of these coaches that's accidentally doing Twitter right. poorly. Right. So if he is rebuting and being a menace on Twitter like he is about this report, you can't go now, right? You can't go to <sighs> Auburn. This offseason, you can't go to Auburn after the Egg Bowl. Correct? I mean, yes, because we even texted about that, right? Like this confirms without confirming. But, but uh, at the same time, this is a guy who left Tennessee uh, to take his dream job at USC, which I understand because his dream job. But this is an unconventional cat. Part of me wonders if this is less about Auburn and more about somebody else. Because I do wonder. Look, honestly, I've been wrong about most things we talk about and like uh, we're not going to talk really world cup because I don't think we have a great perspective, but the two teams I put money on uh, Germany and Argentina, uh, it's not going great for them. So it's not like I'm some mystic, but I, I do think, I mean, we, just we, to be we, clear on the world cup thing, I was correct about the USA winning Yeah, that ball yeah. that led to Gareth Bale's penalty kick was yes. called incorrectly. It was, it was. And like you so, tell me if there's a viable reason that your bet shouldn't have lost and you didn't lose the bet. You know, I think I think you're the, the one bet that tells you us that all the time. But. I don't remember that at all. That doesn't sound like me at all. Uh, but if we replay last year, and instead of Mario Cristobal going to Miami, it's Lane Kiffin. I think 
it's a whole different situation for Miami. It's a whole different situation for the the world of college football. Watching what Mario Cristobal has done at Miami, and it's like Jimbo Fisher on meth in terms of lack of offensive production. I think it's it's a it's a sad situation. But I don't know for someone. I don't know if this is just leverage play, but it's like at Ole Miss he has all the leverage he wants. He can do he can get whatever he wants. He can name his price. So why be playing this game unless you want to go somewhere? I don't think he's playing this game. And I know we're just going to disagree on that. And that's okay. But here's the thing. I don't think he's playing a game. I think he's being him on Twitter. And he's not going to Auburn. Now, if there's another game being played, is it Lane to Texas A&M? Oh, Lord. Oh, my gosh. Because that's starting to heat up now. Is it really? I've not. I've. I've left. So is he? Is he doing lane stuff with Auburn because he's not going to Auburn, but he's not confirming Oxford, aka Ole Miss, because he's headed to Texas A and M. And I gotta tell you, Lane is where he should be, unless he's going back to Tennessee. Lane does not need to go to Auburn. That is not a good move for him. Lane does not need to go to Texas A and M. That is not a good move for him. But that is going to no. be dramatic if any of that happens. You're right, man, and and I don't want to cannibalize content, but we uh, in the future we'll do an episode on the holiday um, uh, for the podcast. And when I rewatched it, I kept thinking this is a really good movie, and it's just unfortunate that they put Jack Black here because Jack Black doesn't fit here. And Jack, I love Jack Black. I love Tenacious D. I love uh, School of Rock. I love him and Jumanji. I love. I know what I'm getting with him, but that movie is the wrong fit for him. And it kind of feels like if Lane goes to Auburn. That's Jack Black being in the holiday, acting against Kate Winslet, uh, having the spotlight on him, not being able to be the weird person he is because of all uh, the attention on it. Ole Miss, again and again, I think we talked about this, just feels like the perfect spot because it's low stakes. They're just happy he's there. And I think he can recruit the heck out of not just Mississippi, but also Alabama, Texas, and the transfer portal king is the transfer portal king. So, man, I don't know. I don't know. It feels like there's enough smoke that something's up. But I don't know if this is just him being Lane, and we don't understand that yet. I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. And, and we're neither of us are saying that Ole Miss is like the minor leagues or anything. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just been in the middle for a long time, right? And Texas A and M is a bigger spotlight than Ole Miss. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Lane's Twitter stuff works at Texas A and M. First of all, it's is not Texas A and M a better job than Ole Miss? I'm, I'm, I'm financially. Asking. I don't I don't think so. I don't want to go there to college station. Something against AM, it's just not the job that I would want. Yeah, I don't oh, And maybe some I of those weird videos that are coming out have been swaying me as well. Sure. Oh, I don't a know. A lot of weird what, what, what weird videos are you talking about? There's like weird student led chant videos and march mm-hmm. videos and now I knew so, I know they do a lot of like uh pep rally stuff that is like Yeah. Not for some me, of those just don't have a good good not a good vibe. The kids seem like they're having a great time, so good sure. for them. Okay, well, we just want the kids to be happy. You know, that's that's all we're going for. So, if you had to, if if you had to put money on Lane staying or like Lane going anywhere, would you would you bet him staying this off season? Staying? Yeah, I can't imagine him and his ego stay there for three years. Yeah, I, I, and I'm just trying. I, I'm trying to think what's the be- what's a better job than what he's got here? If it's I not think it was Miami. Stage. Yeah, I'd, maybe he's just going to wait. And I don't know why I'm pushing Miami. Like, there's no real reason. It's just, I feel like him and the ACC, I think that's a smart move. You know, going somewhere where it's just down. Go to the big, go to the big 12. Go to the ACC. If you're a football God. coach, why are you not taking one of these jobs? Go be Dabo, you know? Yeah. I, I, I yeah. just, but again, the ego thing, it's like, go coach in the SEC and see if you can beat Saban. Well, you know, another thing is now that the playoff field is expanding, he's got a really great opportunity of getting Ole Miss into the playoff, which I think is an accomplishment. But it's just, is he satisfied? And no one knows that except for Lane. So uh, time will tell. Uh, as of, uh, let's talk about this next item. As recording, Glass Onions, which every time I say Glass Onions, it's the new Ryan Johnson uh, movie that is, uh, I'm drawing a blank. It's Knives Daniel Out. Craig. Yes, thank you. It's the Knives Out sequel. I always say it. I'm like, there's no way that's right. There, I'm, there's no way I'm saying the right thing of the title of the sequel, but that is what it is. Um, and it is out today on Netflix. I wanted to get your sense because we're both fans of Knives Out. We're both fans of Daniel Craig's accent in Knives Out. I think we're both fans of Chris Evans' sweaters in Knives Out, probably. Oh, 100%. Fair? A, a, great, a great white cable knit one and then a yeah. great, great gray 
almost a mock turtleneck, but not a mock turtleneck. Not situation. quite there. But if yeah. if you wanna if you wanna put that on him, it's there. I like a whole Chris Evans. That's always a good thing, you know, in, in a lot of different a lot of different ways. But I wanted to get your sense of what do you? I'm not even gonna give you an over under. I'm just gonna give you a. I want you to guess what the Rotten Tomatoes score is um, for Glass Onions right now. I'm gonna say it's at 89. 89%. Okay. And maybe that's I'm, hopeful. That's what I'm – I think it's going to be good because the first one was great. I just watched it again last night, as a matter of fact, um, Knives Out to kind of prep for the, the new one coming out. And so this is a situation where Glass Onions is – the only through character is Daniel Craig. That's right. And so this is kind of like a White Lotus type situation. Are these called anthologies? Where it's like I, they completely be. different contexts, but yeah, if they continue, there's some connecting Ryan Murphy, thread. His American Horror Story really pioneered, not pioneered, but resurrected it. Uh, which honestly, I love anthologies. If you give me a familiar context and a familiar ideology, just different people, I think that's great. I think it's brilliant. Actually, are you into White Lotus? Are you guys watching White Lotus right now? Uh, I'm I'm very into the first season, and I liked it a lot. And I don't remember if I we talked about this or not, but I was at like a you know, a, a potluck neighborhood pitching type thing uh-huh. thing. And I was yeah. like, Hey, is anybody watching white Lotus? And this before it got like kind of really weird in the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. And Oh no, it was right after. Sorry. And I was like, I'm loving this show. And they're like, did you watch last night? And I was like, uh, no, why? And they're like, we quit after last night. And I was like, I watched it. I like the whole thing. And I'm definitely gonna watch season two. I just have not yet. That was before there was some, some, some mouth on butt uh stuff probably there was there's some stuff going on yeah mm-hmm. this is it, it's like when we were doing a similar thing uh and it was like a like a cul-de-sac uh cookout deal and i was like man i just watched jennifer's body that's a really good movie and like my man if if, if there's anything quieter than like quiet crickets it, within silence that's what i got it was everyone was like no and honestly it was my fault i overestimated it because it's a diablo cody screenplay and adam brody's in it so like those are I'm just all in all the time for those people, but this was not the crowd for that. So I, I feel your pain. I feel your pain totally. But yeah, there's um talk to me after you see the first episode. I think it's the first episode because um there's two couples on a trip together, and w- the the man of one couple changes in front of the wife of another couple, and you see the ding dong, and uh, that's a whole move that they don't really talk about that much after. And I think honestly, if I was on vacation with someone and someone did that, that'd be the only thing I would talk about the entirety <laughs> of the vacation. <laughs> every aspect, every angle, everything, every motivation. So it's just a little wild. Uh, but okay, you are guessing... A, a quick cr- correction, by the way. Uh, sorry to step on your toes here. It's glass onion, not onions. Ah, man, honestly. Just the, just, just the one. Does that change it for you? <sighs> baby wanted seven lemons? Baby got seven lemons. You brought me three. <laughs> There was a testicular aspect to it where I was like, what are we talking about? What is this actually <laughs> is about? Metaphor? It's Glass Onion, a Knives Out Mystery. That is, these titles are just so annoying, I love to them. be honest with you. You All hate the colons. I love the colons. I, I love the spirit of the colons. I hate, as someone who just doesn't deal with like names or titles well, it is just, it, I have like title dyslexia and I'm never going to get that. Like I'm never going to get a title like that. This um, is just I, this is just to draw on the crowd because of the first knives out was very successful, but it's essentially one character is is the same and that's Benoit uh, Blanc is the same. Detective Benoit, Benoit Blanc. Yeah. Now I was uh, I had written down 86. That was where I landed on this before I prepped. Um and the number I'm seeing right now is 94. 94%. Oh, that is good news. That's really good news. I'm really, really just like I never go on cameo. I never go on rotten tomatoes before I see a movie. I never go on after I see a movie. I just don't do movies like that. Like rotten tomatoes is not part of my life. And I love, love, love movies. That being said, I'm a huge IMDB guy. So I will see what the stars that it's getting on there after I watch it. I try not to get, not to get too influenced. So that's where my 89 is kind of more hopeful. Uh, Sure. But yeah, I'm I'm not a big rotten tomatoes guy. No, I, I think that's the right way to be because, um, you know, in, in the last couple of years, it's gotten really, instead of it being more just like algorithm data anal- analysis, it's gotten uh, audience score versus critic score. And you're not getting that easy consensus anymore. So you don't know, uh, is Black Adam actually good or is it actually trash? Because you have very different people participating in that. Um, but I think I'm hoping, I don't know if you saw this, it, it was in one of the, uh, maybe the Hollywood Reporter and it was about Ryan Johnson, who is the director, uh, creator of uh, the Knives Out franchise. And it was the coldest line, uh, honestly, the coldest paragraph I've ever read. 
because it was like Ryan Johnson couldn't get back with Star Wars to make a Star Wars movie because he was so immersed in the Knives Out universe. And it was like, that is such a wild thing to read, but that's the truest thing ever because I think he is one of those creators um, uh, that is subtly really great. Uh, I encourage people, if you haven't seen Looper, go back and check that out. He did a lot of work on uh, Breaking Bad. Uh, Brick is actually even a really good uh, movie. So he's one of those, anytime he comes out with anything anymore, uh, this might be the point where everyone's like, okay, season pass for Ryan Johnson. I'm already a season pass. I liked his Star Wars. I like Knives Out. Looper, like you said. I've already, I've already, I've not seen Brick, but I'll, I'll have to go back and check that one out. Brick's but a good I'm, movie. Brick's a good movie. Yeah. I'm definitely a season pass on him. Um, Terriers, uh, he directed that, an episode of that for. Don't load, man. Like, don't sleep on Terriers. That was like a sick, yeah. awesome. FX, right? Didn't I get, think. Yeah, it never got a second season, but it should have. It was so, so good. Um, uh, are you a season pass on Michigan, Ohio State, both undefeated, meeting in the biggest Big Ten game of the year? I'm getting really nervous. I'm getting really nervous about my bet for this game because Okay, what was remind us what was your bet for this game? I don't have one yet, but I'm afraid oh, okay. I'm afraid I'm going to make a big one on Michigan. Okay, I uh, this might encourage you or discourage you. I feel similarly. I, it, Michigan just they just feel like a team that is like a a giant balled up fist and all they do is like punch 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 and Ohio State feels like someone with the most punchable face in the world. But the only downside is I feel like Ohio State can score 21 points just like that. And the game's over because JJ McCarthy, Michigan fans, you might want to muff him for a second. JJ McCarthy's not it. JJ McCarthy makes Tim Tebow look like uh, Dan Marino. And well, hold on. The defense have got to be scared because the run game's really good. So his arm the run game is really good. Must be scaring when, them at some point. When your quarterback throws like a pterodactyl, uh, it's just like, how scared do I have to be about, uh, your, your, uh, passing offense? You know? I, I don't know what that analogy means, but now I kind of want to see a pterodactyl throw a football. What if pterodactyls could be sick quarterbacks? You know, I don't know. I, they stand I was, up, right? You know, that makes sense. Yeah. Big wingspan. Get it. Pun intended. Uh, yeah, man, I just, but see, I did this last year. I was like, no, Ohio State's going to like uh, roll them. And I was on the wrong side of it. Uh, you have to think Ohio State's ready for this, but I don't, I don't know, man. And with, uh, I, this is probably going to be a stay away, but I do think generally, I, obviously, whoever wins this is going to be uh, the Big Ten representative in the playoff. Um, do you think if this is a close game that let's say Michigan wins in a close one or vice versa, do you think the other one could sneak in to the back no, half of the playoffs? I don't. It's it's one and done here. Yeah, because I think Georgia's going to win. What do you do with a now three loss LSU team? Okay. Yeah. And you're, then, you're saying they're going to be get beat in the SEC championship. I think Georgia will beat yes. LSU in the SEC championship. So then you got Georgia, you got the winner of the Big Ten, and then you've got TCU. Right. It, it gets weird if TCU loses. There is a chance, but I don't. I think it's going to be a two-loss SEC team, being Bama, Tennessee, or whomever. Then it is going to be a one-loss non-conference champion Big Ten team. Let me. Let's just go down here because. Um, let me start at, let me start at 11. Do you want to see Penn state in the playoff? No, you don't. No. Do you want to see Tennessee in the playoff? Yes. Uh, if Hennon Hooker was quarterback, yes, I would, but no. Joe Milton, no, I do not. even more for Joe Milton. That guy does not know how to throw variable speeds. <laughs> okay. I, I get what you're saying. You're like, why is Hennon he such Hooker, an angry thrower? Hennon Hooker is like a classic electrical outlet where you plug something in and you get power from it and it's good and it makes sense. Joe Milton is like a power outlet without the cover on it. Where you might get power, you might get shocked, <laughs> you might burn the house down. <laughs> so I like I like what you're saying there. I buy into that as well. He's an exciting big player. You want to see Alabama in the playoff? I do not. No, and that's kind of the bummer here is that when they got their when they got when Tennessee got their second loss, they yeah. went below Alabama. Right. So so now it's like almost impossible in my mind for the CFP committee to have Tennessee jump Alabama. Yeah. So Alabama is like sitting sitting pretty to be a two loss freaking team in the college playoff. But to me, if the committee was just like, look, we're just going to arrange this, uh, th- it's like arranging uh, deck chairs on the Titanic for the SEC. Th- neither of these teams are getting in because Tennessee can't hang uh, a half century on Alabama and expect to get in the playoffs. And uh, you, uh, South Carolina can't hang as many points as they hung on Tennessee and they Tennessee expects to get in the playoffs. Um, so really, I think this comes down to the South Car- uh, South uh, USC of it all. Is yes. USC, and I like that we're talking about USC because not most people haven't watched them. 
you know, as much just because they're on so late. Uh, and I don't think they play any defense at all. Like literally they're like Tennessee, uh, on, on speed because they just really don't play defense. But I, I try to think of it in terms of who do I want to see play Georgia? And because and I ans- want, and the answer is Notre Dame. Oh God. If I, <laughs> if I want to see death by kidding. sleeper hold over three hours, it would be great. <laughs> that would be a great game. So if Notre Dame can take out USC, now it's full blown super weirdness. I, does any of this matter though? Does any of this matter? Because it's just going to be Georgia kills the first round opponent, the two versus three games kind of interesting. And then Georgia kills the two versus three winner. And then they're the champion. No, just don't put Alabama and Clemson in. Like, I agree. Just, just don't. I, I, I honestly, if you want to, you get can't lose Ohio to South State Carolina like, back in to the top four. I'm okay with that. I'm fine with that. If it's close, game, what? If it's a close game and it's uh, uh, Georgia, TCU, Ohio State, Michigan. I'm no, oh, they're, they're, Ohio State, Michigan cannot go. We have a quarterback that that can't throw to save his life at Michigan. And we have a team that can score a ton of points, but you don't know what you're getting week to week in Ohio state. That's not better than TCU. You no, no, TCU stays. TCU stays. Okay. Uh, I don't, I don't want, I don't want Alabama. I want Georgia, I want Tennessee. I don't want Clemson. I don't want Oregon. I don't want Bonex coming anywhere near my playoff. Okay. Okay, but see that's but that's the problem with where it stands is we both think that Georgia's going to beat LSU. Then they're going to be a three loss team, right? Even though they made the SEC championship game. So now it's going to be Georgia, Michigan, or Ohio State, TCU, and I've already won both my bets against Andre for Notre Dame. Mm, Okay? mm -hmm. So I want to take one for the team here. Okay. If USC wins out, they're going to be in if Ohio State and Michigan don't both get in, which I don't think they will. So I want credit in saying I won both my Notre Dame bets against Andre, Uh and I I want for the sake of all college football fans except for Alabama and Clemson fans for Notre Dame to lose. So yeah. that USC makes it into the playoff so that Alabama and Clemson do not. That is what I am offering up today. Unselfishly. That's so noble and unselfish. And I appreciate that. And I respect that because we acknowledge if USC gets beat, it's going to get so stupid and weird because you're going to have some weird rationales. And I do think you end up Ohio state, Michigan, TCU, Georgia in the final four. I get that. And- but I'd rather put another SEC team in there, oh. but then we we can just talk about SEC bias and all this stuff. They're just better. I mean, what do you want? What do you want to do? Michigan and Ohio State don't deserve to both go, but neither does a two loss Alabama. Neither does a three loss LSU. Neither does a two loss Tennessee. So what the heck do you do? I just don't want Clemson. That's the th- that's the thing. It's usually the SEC feels buttoned up, and uh, the Big Ten feels messy. You know, and this year it flipped. And Michigan and Ohio State feel very buttoned up. They are who they are, and they do what yep. they do very well. It's not very – you're not going to be writing about it you know, in 20 years. But like the, the SEC now is super messy. For, for the losses Alabama had, that's messy. For Tennessee, what happened with South Carolina is unbelievable. And you know, I mean, it's not unbelievable, but it's – you can't it's – almost, it's almost like a disqualifier automatically because you cannot give up that many points even though Spencer 63 Rattler, points to Spencer Rattler at South Carolina. But you, you knew can't get, you, you can't get, get in the college football playoff with that. Yeah, it's just like sorry, you know, you have a felony on your record and it's it's Spencer Rattler hanging a 63 on you. And I'm sorry, you're just not allowed the club. So, I don't know, man. I'm interested to see how I find out cuz something weird's going to happen. TCU's going to slip up or whatever and we're going to be talking about more stuff, but uh, I'm just excited to see uh, where it all lands. Um let's go ahead and do we got a couple of unders here before we wrap up. Uh, I want to ask you we checked news of Zach Wilson's uh, impending benching broke right as we got on. So I wanted to ask you uh, how many more games, you know, and Robert, the, the jets are spinning it. Like this isn't, this isn't forever. This is just a break. You know, we just need to let him go. And if he comes back, then it was meant to be blah, blah, blah. It's a reset. How many more games do you think Zach Wilson starts in the NFL? Not even just for the jets, just for anybody, any team in the NFL, I'm going to give you two and a half games. You take the over or the under. I will be taking the over. Really? Explain that. Zach will be signed when he's no longer in the Jets by the Denver Broncos to back up Russell Wilson. And we will have two Wilsons on the Broncos. Zach closer to his home base of BYU in Utah. And he will go in when Russ gets hurt next year. I just don't. I think he is a, uh, he is benched. And then he backs up next year and fights for the job and then he's cut and we never see him. We never see him again. There's I don't no think so. Record. These number one picks just linger around for forever. 
they linger, but do they start? Not number one I overall. I know that he was picked two. I'm just saying. Sure, sure. But I mean, that's still that's a that's a prestige pick. But it's like even your favorite quarterback, Mitch Trubisky. There is a track record of competency. You know, yeah, is he a captain? Checkdown. Yes, of course he is. But at least he got a team to playoffs. That's interesting. Zach Wilson. He's having trouble like completing more than 15 passes a game. You know, and that is uh, that is so rough. is Matt Ryan. Everybody is this year. Honestly, the quarterback. I know. Is terrible. It's so it's so weird. What about Justin Fields? The beginning of the season was absolutely terrible, and he looks awesome now. So are they going to say, well, let's figure that out and put him in the right system for Zach Wilson? Well, it does feel like they unlocked something with Justin Fields. It was like, what's the puzzle piece here that we're needing? With Zach Wilson, it was like, the only thing we know is he likes to bang his mom friend, mom's friends. Allegedly. Allegedly, but definitely. Um, <laughs> but but where, so where do we go from here? You know, there's no, there's no, like, there's no Case Keenum. There's no Colt McCoy to him. It just feels like, um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of another, not even Ryan Leaf, because he wasn't that ballyhooed, but just a guy. It just doesn't work. It doesn't work for what he wants to do here. It was just a misfire. And I think the Jets are, um, they need to accelerate that timeline because I do think the roster is so good. They are so so actually young and good. And this is when you try to capitalize on, on. Would you like me to tell you who the best fit at quarterback for the jets in this team is right now? Like a, like a veteran guy like to come off. He's not on this team and he's a starter for another team. Please tell me. I want to hear this so bad. Lamar Jackson. Oh my gosh. Doesn't resign with the Ravens. Gets a huge contract from the jets and is on this hard nosed team. Okay. Okay. I, I love it. I know the Ravens would never let that happen because they're going to franchise the heck out of them. But that being said, I love that idea. And I would love to just see trade them straight in up. New York. And now Zach starts for the Ravens. Okay. There's and it's a, like a, a game manager situation, Trent Dilfer style or whatever. Sure. And there's a value got- gap you're going to have to cross. And I do want to understand how you're going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of picks. But- We'll figure that out later. You know, that's just such a, that's a nuance that we can get to. What about like, uh, what about like a Tyrod Taylor? You know, what about a Ryan Fitzpatrick? You want to come out of retirement? I just, I don't, I don't know what they do. I feel like they have to make a big swing, but I don't know who's out there. Is like a Ryan Tannehill who's maybe he's going to get cut this year. Is he in, it just doesn't feel like there's not a good answer. Based on how Malik Willis played, I don't think, uh, Ryan Tannehill is getting cut, but. What, you want more than five completions from your quarterback? It's just greedy. It's just greedy at this point. I'm not know? really judging the guy based on like the game and a half that he's played, but it did not. It didn't. It looks Zach Wilson esque. Let's just say that. Can I? Can I say something? Can I say something that might feel weird for a second? Is it about White Mike? No, it's not about White Mike. But look, I'm a big fan of his work. It's not going to be great, but it it is going to be what it is. Um, what if? Uh, what if there's Tom Brady sighting? Lift Tom Brady. No. <laughs> You want to see Tom Brady in green? No, no, I don't. I'm just saying, what if? What if? Young Aaron Rodgers. In the same division? Aaron Rodgers, wow. Let's talk about Tom Brady. Okay, this is a second reference. Let's talk about it. Just for, just for a minute. He needs to retire. Oh, yeah, he does. And, and to be clear, we, we talked about the crypto stuff. I, don't, I, th- I, I think it's just weird to blame people on ads. But I do think there is some real sketch. Obviously, there's sketchy stuff with the divorce um, and how he handled that. There's even sketchier stuff with the way they are manipulating charity, um, uh, I don't know, deductions. In a, oh, I haven't in even a, heard about this angle. It's, uh, they, him and Giselle made a lot of noise about how much they donated to charity. Well, it actually just benefited themselves. And they took a lot of uh, um, uh, COVID money, you know, to keep people, quote unquote, hired um, that they didn't have to pay back, which, mm, I don't know, that feels a little weird with two people whose net worth is close to a billy. So there's some money stuff that's really shady. So I, I, I want to give criticism where it is merited. And I think the charity stuff, that is where it's definitely merited. Not the crypto as much, but we hope, we hope not, but maybe, yeah, we hope not, but it looks, it looks a little skeezy to be honest with you, but yeah, he's, he needs to retire. Do you think he will retire? No, I don't think he will because if he retires now, it'll be like, man, like I burned my marriage up for, uh, you know, 12 games and like eight and or like a like a six and six record. I've got to play two more years just to make but, it feel like but, it was worth. It. Yeah, but that's the point, right? Like, if he's not going to retire, I think he will go two more years. Is it going to be with the Bucks? No, it won't be with the Bucks. So and he's going to go to a third team. Oh yeah, he'll go third team. And the thing I just realized, you know, who goes to the Jets? I don't. My head said he's probably says he's probably going to find his way to a third team. Yes, maybe it's the Raiders. Is where where my first guess would be. The second logical thing that makes a lot of sense is the Jets. Okay, let me just yes and that. Uh, or he goes to the Niners because Jimmy G went to the Jets. I think that makes a lot of sense. 
Okay, now that's interesting. But Jimmy G mm. is playing a, a perfect part for them right now. Yeah, yeah. But I don't. They don't want him to. They want Trey Lance to. So, man, I don't know. It's all, it's all machinations, and I don't understand how it's going to transpire. Uh, but I do know this: Zach Wilson, game started for the rest of his career. It's going to be under two and a half. This guy isn't starting anymore. He's trash. He's over. Trash. He might be trash, but it's just these these high picks. They just they get other chances. When okay. Somebody gets, so, he's a third string and somebody gets hurt and then this happens and all of a sudden he's a starter for for a four game spread. You know, like let's go even let's go even more narrow though. Are you saying over because a coach is like, you know what, we need a spark and Zach Wilson, the guy who looks like Dash from the Incredible movies, he's the one to give it. Let's no. get this guy in here. He's or it's be a like, backup and somebody's gonna get hurt because somebody three people gets got hurt. COVID and one person got hit by a railroad or whatever, and he's has okay, okay. Well, you know, I, I can see that then just because of happenstance. Uh last over under. Uh, I want to get your sense of this uh, because I've seen a lot of different answers, uh, different philosophies. What is your over under on uh, Thanksgiving leftover plates? If I set it at three and a half, do you, and I, I want to give you over two days. So not just day of, I'm going to go over Thursday and Friday. How many Thanksgiving uh, focused oriented plates of leftovers are you making for yourself? So just to be clear, anything I eat on Thanksgiving does not count as the leftover, correct? Not or as you're the saying- proper meal. Not as the proper meal. You're saying if you go, if you eat some of that good, good food two hours after the proper meal, you're considering that leftovers? I think more than two hours, more than three hours after that's leftovers. In a three hour zone, that's part of, that's a, that's a big wide zone for your proper Thanksgiving. That's meal. just buffet. I mean, this is just a buffet meal. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. And you just absolutely. stay at the restaurant and you go back and you eat two meals because you sat there for three and a half hours. Yep. Yep. That's- so you're going back that night. You're making some leftovers, and then the next morning, you're like, well, I'm going to fry up some of this ham, and then that lunch, you're making some, and then for dinner, you're like, this is the last one. This is the last one we're doing. So no, I don't do three the next day. So you're under. I guess so. I'm doing one that night. I'm doing one for that late that, that, that late football game. Okay. And then I'm doing probably lunch and dinner the next day. So that's three in those two days. But yeah, there's definitely going to be a meal was- Saturday, but you said you're not including it. No, I thought it was like two and a half or three and a half were, were the numbers, you know? And I feel like most people, if you stretch the days long enough, it gets over three and a half. But I feel like I feel like generally, in my experience, it's the meal. And then I've been so full from that meal, I don't eat that night. But then the, re- the next day, I'm like crushing mini meals of all this stuff. The ham, the turkey, all that stuff. It's two days later, that Saturday, it's turkey with Miracle Whip, right? Because that's just mayo with sugar. Yeah, on, on bread for that turkey sandwich. Oh, that yeah. is the best turkey. See, honestly, hot take, spicy take, nuclear take. I think leftover Thanksgiving food where you get to mix and match. That's where it's really at. That's where it's best. You know, you get to fry the ham. You get to like avant garde some of the sandwich. Are you stuff. a big you ham guy? That's ham. the second ham reference. You're making no See, turkey references. We go all ham. We go all ham. What? At, well, honestly, so my there's family, no turkey. Well, we go ham and turkey. Uh, okay. We haven't going ham and turkey. Uh, but then my sister said something casually to Ashley and was like, "We don't eat ham anymore." And I was like, "Who's we? What's what are we do? What's that about? What I, I need to circle back to that." But Ashley's family, they've gone to. They go more. Um, I don't know. Be careful here. You, oh, I don't know yeah. where this is headed, but that was a hesitation. <laughs> don't get yourself in trouble. You remember, don't get yourself um, in trouble headed into a holiday. You know sure, what I mean? Sure, sure, Come sure. back no, with I, the I, stories. I, I, I appreciate that. It's the, uh, you ever see Boogie Nights? You ever see uh, Boogie Nights with Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, I don't know where this is going. Go ahead. You know that one tracking shot at the pool party where <laughs> yeah. they're going everywhere and like everything, Scotty J's over there, uh, like everything, all this stuff is happening. None of it, like it's all loosely affiliated because it's happening in the same place, but it's not really related to each other. That's where our Thanksgiving meals are there. It's like there is a Zaxby's platter of chicken fingers. There is brisket. Nice. There is just a sleeve of Oreos. There is something cranberry. There is some popsicles. And it's like, uh, there's no theme here. <laughs> I love it Maybe all. Maybe something crazy we've never even heard of before. Exactly. Just like it broadening the imagination, broadening the imagination. So it's like, I don't know. It, it, I really enjoy it, but I don't know what to expect with that. So the, the, those leftover over numbers are off the chart because I just don't know what to prepare for. Well, I was coming at you on the ham thing for a very specific reason, because I am a huge ham guy for holidays, especially Thanksgiving and Christmas. Uh-huh. Give me ham over turkey every day of the week. And oh, I just course. think, I think ham at holidays is so underrated. Yeah. And turkey is so overrated. I do like turkey. I just think as the primary focus, I'm talking about honey ham, 
I'm talking about brown sugar ham, cured ham. There's all kinds of delicious ham. Let's have a ham charcuterie board and not do turkey anymore, or at least not every this. year. No, I think I think you're right. I think the turkey really is just a delivery mechanism for flavors. It's not really flavorful itself. I did think about smoking a turkey this year. Just ran out of time. Didn't get to do that. But I think everything else, that's what the sizzle is. You know, that's what brings the action to uh, Smoke a turkey after Thanksgiving. Give, I might give do yourself that. a sh- Yeah. I might do that. I didn't want to do that. Let's press. And like, Let's press. you know, I got to be here and I got to go there and I got to have this wrapped. I didn't want to do that. So I'm just going to like, boom, on my own time. Don't rush me. Uh, stuff like that. Um, okay. Let's go cameo close to the pin here. And as a reminder, uh, new round. Um, so we're racing to 10 again and Jason, you got us kicked off to an incredible start because not only did you, uh, get the, uh, I guess the personal, uh, price, uh, correct, but you, or you were closest on the personal price, but you hit the business number on the head as well, which has never been done. Uh, so you were the first ever to do this. You'll always be known in the record books for that. So you have a commanding three Oh lead after one week. Have you had time to think about this and like really settle on what this means for you? No, I've purposely avoided it. I'm going to stay humble again. Like I tried to last time before I got three points in one round. I wish Andre would have been on for that one. It would have made me feel a lot better to know that I beat him and got three points in one round, but I didn't. So I'm going to stay humble King and I'm just going to go into this one with a real positive attitude. I'm the t- I have the tiger. You're just like ready to go. Like you're just ready to do it. I, I admire that about you. Um, I was thinking for this cameo to, uh, there's a pardon, the Thanksgiving Turkey that we could choose. Um, or we could go a, a Detroit lions, Dallas Cowboys player. Which do you prefer since you have the honors of teeing off? What is the pardon? I I'd like to hear about this one, please, sir. I mean, it's hard to look too into it without seeing a number, to be honest with you. But I just typed in like Thanksgiving and it shows up without numbers first. And it's just like a, a like a clip art turkey that I guess the president pardons and is like, you're not going to get killed for Thanksgiving, but all your brethren are. Um, so just like if people sign up that. for this cameo. I, I don't I honestly I don't know how it works. So we can guess <laughs> All right, let's it. Let's do that one for the more. not corp. Yeah, let's let's guess this one and then we will also do a Detroit Lions player. Okay. But we're not okay. doing corporate there's no corporate points for the the pardon my turkey. I don't know that he has one. You know, I don't know that he has a business price. I'll be stunned if he does. Uh but or her. I was think I, I thought about yeah, or her, sorry. Uh, I thought about um <laughs> doing a uh Scott Mitchell, Joey Harrington. Joey Harrington, um, please. You want to do Joey Harrington? Okay, let's do Joey Harrington. I think we've done uh, it before. <laughs> I do, I do as well, <laughs> but I definitely don't remember it. So, uh, so we're gonna do pardon the turkey, the Thanksgiving turkey. That's just a bonus. That's just gonna be a bonus. And then Joey Harrington. I've got my number for the turkey. My number for the turkey is one hundred dollars. Whoa. Okay. Okay. I went. I went different. I said twenty six. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking I, this I is some kind of a 25. charity sure. thing. This is like a fundraiser type situation. So that's I like that round number. Okay, so cameo. All right, so that number is. I need a ruling because, well, I don't really because I won. Um, <laughs> but it's the number it was thirty five, but now it's been discounted down to twenty eight. So oh, I don't know. In the future, if we do a discounted number, we have to take the note like that, the real number, not the discounted. I think we. I think we leave it to that situation. Okay, and we okay. and we battle it out if it if it occurs. I don't want to make a ruling right now. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I, you could, because I'm very distracted by, this is a puppet. This is what this is. And I am just stunned by this right now. <laughs> is it for charity? Does it have that tag or whatever? Pardon the th- turkey. Whoa. The voice. Whoa. <laughs> Sorry. It's auto playing. The voice is a revelation to behold. Um, it's very cartoonish and Muppet ish. Pardon the Turkey is here to do your Thanksgiving studio produced high quality videos from the all felt puppets team. All felt puppets team is I, not a name. I endorse. I, don't know. I like a lot of weird, awkward things, but I do not <laughs> endorse. I don't. It's like little groomers puppets. No, and it's like, I don't like any of that. I don't like any of that. Touch me there, puppets. And no, this is, oh my no. gosh. <laughs> but it's the heart. That's what we're talking about. It's the heart. No. I encourage. All felt. I don't like that at all. I, th- I, I would, it would be worth going to Cameo just to hear this thing's voice for you. And I encourage all I'm of our listeners to I'm putting it in the show notes. I will, I will go check this one out. Okay. And he did have a business video price and it was $75. So. 
Just know that. So he can be all business, but he can be personalized if you need him to, which, wow, what a, what a, what a thing to know right now. So that's a point. And now we're going to do Joey Harrington. I've given you your points three to one now. Now we're doing Joey Harrington, Thank you. who we determined his number was 13. Maybe? I had him down as 11. I don't know if that's right. I think it was three. Oh, very good call. He has three for the Saints. Three. Yep. And the Lions. Sorry about that. Yep. You're and correct. Oregon. Oh, uh, do I have an Oregon? Yeah. Yeah, it was for Oregon as well. Good nice. call. Nice. All right. That's so 0.25. That's 0.25. Two extra points for me. Three, technically, because there's three teams that he was wow. number three on. Daggum. Wow, this got out of hand real fast. It's also, it's also like my second guess, but I gave myself the 0.25 anyways, just to keep it interesting. You earned it. You earned it. The three makes it interesting now. I know, because I know what you th- know, what I, you think I'm going to do. Okay, I've got mine. My number for Joey Harrington is 103. My number is 33 and 500 for the business. Oh, I didn't say a business number. I would have said 5,000. Okay. Okay. Honor code. I believe you. Joey Harrington is, oh snap, 39. What? He was $49 and now he's, oh, it's a 20% off site-wide sale. That's what it is. Um, So that's. Okay. Then we got to go with the original numbers. He was 49. Now he's 39 in his business video. $500. What? That's back-to-back weeks of hitting the business number. You get three. Mm. Wow. I can't believe I'm now. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like playing this anymore. (laughs) Haters will say it was fake and I cheated, but I can assure you I did not. You're at four and I'm at 3.25 now. Just in in one week, it just went from a commanding lead to down. Cameo close to the pin comes at you fast. You know, we're just playing uh, high stakes, fast and loose. So So does all felt felt puppets. Touch me there and the heart puppets brought to you by uh, maybe a fake ad in upcoming episodes. Who knows? Oh, no, that's going to get us canceled for sure. Oh, man. Uh, okay, that's going to do it for this episode of the Over Under Achievers. Before you go, please remember to follow the show on Twitter, as long as it's still around, at OU Achievers, and on Instagram at Over Under Achievers. And if you want to spread the word, you can do so by leaving a five-star rating and review or by sharing the show with a loved one or friend. I'm Knox. He's Jason. See you next time. Bad, 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 bad,